live from StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Welcome to Marketing Money Mindset, bringing you interesting true stories on how clever marketing ideas create money opportunities with a conscious mindset producing impact and success. Together, lover of marketing Elisa Sparks Lane from the Ellen Sparks Agency and Jennifer Rojas from Next Gen Consulting share their experiences on how success is so much more than creating cash flow. True success comes when you nurture your business, body, and brain in order to get the most out of your business and in life. Join the dynamic duo on our journey to success. Ready? Set. Listen. Hey, hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? <laughs> Matt just jumping in. Matt good morning. Like, like, I think he thinks he's the co host. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. You can that, go for it, my friend. Yeah, Matt Tucker. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey how's so. it going out there? This is Matt Tucker. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me and the rest of the guests. This will be so much fun. I can't wait. Oh, my God. I love gosh. it. I love it. Today's, enthusiasm. Uh, today's show is about being productive. Yeah. <laughs> productive, productive. Productive. Look what I got. It's my favorite book. I w- so is it an actual planner or it is it a book is. about being productive? It's um, a little bit of both, it seems. Like there's a lot of motivation in it, but it actually keeps you productive. So How? it's got like these great little spaces to create your day, usually before the day starts. Nice. And yeah, you get to check it Is it, it like off. one of those bullet journals or different than that? Similar. All right. Similar. Makes me feel like I'm playing some sort of game. So I mean, we know how you like love that. Get to score so there you myself go. at the end of the day. <laughs> just, all you need is everything gamified. <laughs> totally. Laundry gamified. It's like, trick me into work and I'm in. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That so was a productive weekend just That's because good. of my book. What made you get it? Oh, I've had them. Actually, I've, I've been through a couple of them and it just, it really just keeps me on shark. I mean, if I say it's going to go some way, just might as well just write it down and then check it out. Nice. Yeah. Do you ever check things off you've already done so that you can feel like... No, that's lying. Oh, gosh. I <laughs> I do that all the time. Okay, that's lying. Wow, that is harsh. That is a little judgy. Just a little thing swing on a right Tuesday. there. I know, right? Uppercut, man. <laughs> totally. I don't think it's lying. I did don't it. Lie. I did do mm. it, and I meant to put it on the list, and so it makes me feel good to like, okay, I mm. did... Uh, kind of gives me that sense of, you know, envisioning what has been done. Mm. It's like saying I'm going to pick up the kids, checking it off, and not doing it. Uh, but I have done it. No, I'm not checking off something I haven't done. Oh, okay. I am putting something on my list after I've done it and then crossing it off, which is probably uh, a whole other weird mental, like, um, like there's yeah, a, I think that's, that's cheating. actually probably worse. That's cheating. <laughs> How is it cheating? It's not lying, it's cheating. How is it cheating? Yeah, because the idea is to write it beforehand. Wait, man, like, not even like your turn. The productivity <laughs> book is making you a little judgy <laughs> over know, there. Totally like, let's, let's open, let's create space for yeah, different things. All right, man, you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is I think I scared him. Yeah, scared well, him. so let's, yeah, let's get right in. <laughs> let's see what other people think about me being a cheater. Um, so we have Matt Tucker here, who's with Conquest Recruiting, yes? That's correct. Uh, you are the owner? Uh, managing director. Managing. I'm not an owner, but I am one of the people that is responsible for um, all of business development uh, here in Scottsdale, or specifically Phoenix and throughout the U.S. Great. And then mm-hmm. we have J.C. Smith and Bert Siegler are here with Refresh IT. Hello. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. <laughs> that's it. So, the, uh, it's yeah, funny. I thought it was it. refresh it. Uh, everyone thinks that. It's I like it though. Yeah. Refresh, refresh it. IT. Yeah. It's mm. a fun little. It's a fun little word. I like you, it. I know it's you plain. like it. Yes. Uh, so a bird and I like it. JC are responsible for getting people's IT up and running, small businesses, and uh, making sure they can connect to the internet and call and 
run their businesses and operate you know yeah all the just, above. you know just basic <laughs> yeah just you know little things what everyone needs now i think so. that's like my scary space like it like as soon as someone's like it i'm like oh i'll be quiet now yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you're going to be quiet during this entire... Very quiet. Okay, got it. <laughs> starts, Happens when I drink when a lot of wine, too. She starts bagging on my, my way of making a to-do list. Just because my to-do list is in reverse. Um, my to-done list. Oh, see, now that's a book. Or a list of accomplishments. I think that's just really. a gratitude <laughs> journal. Could be. That's Okay, maybe I can look at it that way. Anyway, I like the crossing it off, though, but... So uh, productivity, how, how do you guys manage your productivity from a personal standpoint? And then we'll talk about, you know, how you do it for your clients. But is there, do you have a way that you manage your own kind of day-to-day that do works you for you? Do you a productivity book? You want to borrow mine? Um, <laughs> I actually utilize, surprisingly, even though I am the co-owner of a, an IT company, um, I still use sticky notes a lot. <gasps> I love sticky so notes. So I'm totally a post-it note person, yes, like we have oh, in the room here. Um, producer has some. And uh, Thanks, Robin. all over our conference table, we actually have like sticky notes from projects of things of, you know, stuff we still need to get done. So hold on. When, when you see these sticky notes, are they like weeks past or are they like the day of? Are they um, all of the above? Do you throw them away I once you do I kind of stick them in order. Be of, careful. Remember, you know, at least is feeling a little bit snarky mm-hmm. about people's productivity I, today. Totally. Snarky okay. is the word of the day. Snarky? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? Well, I can I can feel the vibe. <laughs> um, so yes, so they they kind of go in order of importance of things that need to be done right away versus a few weeks down the road. So is yeah. this for both of you or um, we we actually have like a weekly meeting um, where we kind of build a list of all the clients that we're working with, everything like that. Go through it, um, and then JC tends to make a lot of post-it notes. So then I'll come into the conference room and kind of look down and see. If there's anything that <laughs> may be on there that I missed, I'm more on the, I've been utilizing Google Tasks, uh, the task part. We use Google uh, business apps. Mm-hmm. So I've been using the task list a lot more. Do you um, like that one? I do. I do. It's pretty easy, and it's already integrated into my email, so it makes it easy to just like click over and be like, oh, yeah, there's that, so I can check that off. <laughs> Any apps? Any apps that are useful? I'm always like, uh-huh. a new <clears throat> app. We've we've tried a few different different things, but have you created honestly, any apps, or is that something of future? Or um, we're not software developers. See, yeah. so again, I lost this one. Yeah, right? IT out the door. You tried. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. That's why I keep quiet. You're throwing out the couple things I you know am. about IT, but <laughs> you're swinging like, a miss. You're like, so how's that keyboard? <laughs> <laughs> I love my pen. But yes, <laughs> there are apps for people that need those. Um, I think there's one called Self CRM, which is an application that you can set to remind yourself to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always ask Siri to set a reminder. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's lots of built-in functions mm-hmm. with things that you use every day. So, how about you, Matt? What do you use for productivity? I don't use apps <laughs> at all. No. See, and this was where we were friends. No. <laughs> no, I I usually write down a list of things I have to do, or I keep a calendar on my phone or on Google, and then I just pay attention to those, or I'll write it down. Like I have a whiteboard at my house, and I'll write it down what I need to do, or like a calendar, like so it's in my face. Like you need to do these things. Yeah. And I like you know, I'll walk by and not pay attention very often, but things get done. Yeah. How about mostly. like with the team? Like, do you like have um, board meetings. That, okay, so that's a little more different. Mm-hmm. Um, with the team, you get you know you do write down things of lists to do for those people, or what you want them to do, what tasks they need to have accomplished, or like what things are focused on for the month or for the quarter or for the year. And then you come back and reconvene either every other week or weekly and have a conversation about where they're at, what's on track, what's not on track, how to get on track, mm-hmm. uh, the successes, the 
you know, the losses, that sort of thing, and have a conversation about what we can do to make that better and what, you know, structures we can put in place to manage the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have an interesting background too. I'm just gonna start talking about it right now because it's <coughs> um, you actually were a cage fighter. <laughs> I was. Do you ever bring that to work? Like some of the discipline that you actually got from that? Uh, discipline is something I I think that's ingrained in me. So I think it's just yeah, it's always there. I don't. I mean, I'm not aggressive with people. Like, what'd you just say to me? You know, like well, I'm not like gonna me. start a fight with them. But <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I I'm think like, I'm glad I'm more, sitting over here. <clears throat> I think I have a little more tact than that, but. Um, I mean, I think it does show up in some conversations, like when it's you know, coming to money, like you need to kind of have that, that firm conversation with someone about you need to pay, that sort of thing, or like what, what needs to be done in order to um, serve a client. So like the, maybe there's somewhat aggressiveness in that, but I think that's appropriate for business when you're trying to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah do I mean, if you ask about my cauliflower ear, I'll tell you what happened, but that's it. What happened? Know? <laughs> you wrestle, you get beat up, you get punched on, you get kneed, you get elbowed. And, and then we'll be turns. watching the video I, later. <laughs> this is totally, I'm going to do my no more. I'll take us to Jersey. <laughs> what in your, what, I'm always kind of curious about the, the, the mind, so the mindset. So I'm going to stick with mindset at least um, behind that. Cause I, I would, I would find it really hard to get in a, you know, in a fight every mm-hmm. night or whatever it is once a week mm-hmm. and know that there's a good chance, even if you win you're probably going to get hit, get mm-hmm. a couple good t- shots in, right? Mm-hmm. Or somebody's going to get a couple good shots. Sure. How do you do that? Like, how do you... Prepare to get hit? Oh, yeah, over and over again. It's like fight club now. Well, that's a great question. Um, you have a team of people and coach that helps prepare you for that. So there's a lot of conditioning and cardio and sparring and wrestling and um, jujitsu, all that you're throwing into the mix and practicing day in and day out. And you're practicing with people that are as skilled, if not more skilled than you, and then some people that are less skilled than you. So you you know you practice getting victories, but you also practice losing, and such that you're prepared to deal with. You know there might be somebody like I'm a I'm a strong stand-up fighter, but a, a good jiu-jitsu wrestler that's been wrestling for a long time, maybe even in college, I'm gonna have a hard time with because they've just they're familiar with that. But then you, you're practicing with guys in your gym that have done that too. Mm-hmm. So in some way, shape, or form, you're gonna get well-rounded enough eventually that you're not really worried about it. Plus the adrenaline itself kind of takes over. You're not really worried about it. I would always be worried about it. I would always be well, like, okay. I'm going to get hit so, in the face. So the, so the truth like, you is, know you're going to get hit. Like, do you want to do you want to get that first hit out of the way so the adrenaline goes? Do you try not to get hit? Honestly, Step everybody's back. different. Like, um, the guys that every, the guys that repeatedly do this over and over and over yeah. again as a career and get paid to do that for the long haul, they're on you know pay-per-view or whatnot. Yeah. Like, even those guys still get nervous. Um, and the truth is, I'm, I always got nervous before I fought. But the tr- the reality was, is like once I stepped into it and just committed to it, that the butterflies tend to fly in order that you you produce an outcome, whether it's a win or a loss. But you're not going to go out there and just like take one in the chops. take one of the, yeah. ch- the chops for no reason. <laughs> what attracted you to it? Like why? Why fighting? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, a couple of reasons. Thanks. One was um, I didn't. My biological dad wasn't in my life, but what my mom shared with me about him was that um, he was a tough guy. Everybody was afraid of him, and I kind of liked that, the machismo, kind of mm. the authority or the respect of that. Mm-hmm. But then it was also like, this is not going to sound so great over the air, but women. 
I'm guessing I that women it. women well, are and, like women, women men like, like men who like, fight. Like, yeah, they like that. And then uh, over time, like all that changed. I'm going to give it to you because I'm going to assume this was a long time ago. And, this was and a long time ago. That seemed like a good reason. Oh, that was low. No, I mean, I think it's a. I would say younger women. I mean, I think I didn't mean immature. I meant like younger. You know, when you're younger, those are the kind of things that drive you. No, that's not true either. I'm going to stop talking. I want to know what women. I think it's good that you're honest, though. I'll give you that. Give them one. Wait, Robin has something. They're well put together. They're well put together. Fighters are? Or women? This is what happens. I take us to Jersey and it goes a whole. I mean, I really do. I didn't mean for it to. For me, it was like a modern day gladiator. I really like that appeal. And um, but then over time it became more about Easy camaraderie. It really became about yeah. camaraderie and my teammates, my friends, people that you, you blood, sweat, and tears you grinded with every yeah. day in day out. And like, there's nothing you can't take that away. And as a man, like that, living in that uh, mm-hmm. masculine energy was like fulfilling to me. I mm-hmm. loved it. It was great, and I got to have fun with it, and it was competitive. <laughs> Everything I would look for. I was all excited. Inside right of now. my <laughs> testosterone fulfilled on that yeah. sport. How, do you still get in the ring at all? No, mm. I wish I did. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Why did you stop? Um, <laughs> one of my last fights I got after well, one of my teammates, he won the, the fight of the night, knocked out a guy out in like 20 seconds. And then oh. the guy that got knocked out had a, somebody that was paying for him, supporting him as far as the sponsor goes. And he got all angry one night after these fights and like came up and just sucker punched me for no reason. Like because my girlfriend was trying to like cheer our friend on and Always goes back it got to the weird. Women. It got weird. It got weird in the stands. The guy came up and sucker punched me. And I was like, this is just not what I want. Yeah. And that was it? Yeah. Mm. I missed training. The last hit. Yeah. Yeah. The last hit. That's a good showing, too. Um, all right. So moving on to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for sharing. Yeah, I am. Welcome. I'm always I'm always kind of curious <coughs> about that because I think it ha- you have to have a certain kind of I s- well, for that specific Robin's thing. Robin's really pleased. But um, Bert actually was nodding. So, like, have you had some experience? No, I played golf. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so JC, JC's grabbing the mic. Um, yeah, if the fighter in this in this wait, wait, duo here know. is actually hear about JC. Bert. Hang on. No, no. JC's, yes. JC's oh, got the experience. Not me. I did. I did uh, Taekwondo for 12 years. So, oh. um, I have been kicked in what? the face, uh, which was the end of my martial arts career. Um, oh. I tried to go back, but... It was a borderline knockout, and it split my lip open. And um, I stopped during the, a match, yeah, I stopped the entire <sighs> tournament from screaming so loud. Yeah, and the blood just kept coming out. And my yeah. um, my instructor was she came over and was like, "Hey, like, hey, focus. You need to calm down, or the blood is not going to stop squirting yeah. out of your nose." And I was like, oh. "Okay, that's really great advice. Like, I need to calm down. It's okay. It's okay. I need to reclaim the control <laughs> of my situation that I'm in." Um, it also permanently stained my favorite. Uh, uniform oh no. so that that's, was the end of yeah, that too that's so. uncalled for but you know i think the stain is actually pretty good yeah 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 so like i used to fight as well oh yeah, what? yeah so we got three against three right now right it's gonna be so good um but yeah show to i don't con, like i don't like our American odds Kempo. at all Bert. this is so good i'm i'm I've willing to concede right here. now i have no too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're outnumbered i was a professional wrestler so oh my god see how are all the fighters in here that is so interesting i don't either we see i almost called the show fair fight Oh, maybe you have to change the name. I might yeah. have to change the name. So you wrestled? No, uh, Shotokan, American Kempo, and wow, yeah, a little love kicks and yeah. yeah. So why? What got you into it? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, I am. I'm curious. Like, yeah, I'll start. Yeah, we'll start with JC. Uh, I was gonna say, was it was it for men? Was it for men? Not for men. Uh, (laughs) I was very young. I was probably uh, five or six when my parents first dropped me off for my first lesson, and I think it was mostly to give something to do, Mm. um, so that I wouldn't get bored, and also so I would stop beating up on my older sister. Um, or beat up on her properly. Yes, correct. So yeah. um, skilled. So yeah. So I be I able can, to take her down in five seconds rather than right. It was more to f- I think focus, and I, I learned a lot about you know being competitive, um, but also learning respect of someone that you're about to punch in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not so much about beating them up or taking them down. It's more about respecting people, and um, just really learning how to communicate with nonverbal communication. Um, so when you're uh, doing like a demo performance, like the goal of that is to not beat someone up to the point that, that you win. Um, you know, you work together to show an art form. So mm. I really liked that too. Um, until my friend Sean kicked me in the stomach and his toenail broke off um, and <laughs> <laughs> caused a really that dramatic happens. demo performance <laughs> practice. Um, so yeah, but it, it definitely taught me a lot about you know, controlling my anger and frustrations and kind channeling of channeling it, channeling everything into one, um, I guess, focus area. Do so. you still use it? Like, is that something you still feel you can ever, every now and again draw on that ability to kind of center yourself in the midst of things that are not going well or? Definitely, yes. Um, you know, when practicing it for so long, you kind of learn how to remain calm in stressful situations. Um, but but yes, I don't fight anymore because um, I also got into a motorcycle accident and tore my knee wow. up. So um, I can't ever go back. I had mm. such a hard time competing once I got kicked in the face um, mm. and I knew it. So yeah, I, I just pretty much stepped down and, and stopped competing, but um, I miss it a lot, yeah. definitely. So. Yeah. God, there's so much we don't say. Like, it's funny, when I met you, I was like, she's so quiet. And then like, there's this all like this just world you gotta watch out for the quiet ones for sure totally for sure because they don't put anything out there and then, so, and the and then, they, ones. then they kick you in the stomach <laughs> right literally no <laughs> i can i can actually totally see that knowing you because i mean i i guess maybe initially but that really that calm i think you do have a kind of a that calm demeanor is that yeah you're looking at bird is that oh yeah no gosh, probably yeah, yeah. He's, he's not the fighter though he's no. the golfer he's the yeah. golfer <laughs> nothing yeah. wrong no shame in that I do yoga, so yeah. like right. we're pacifists, dude. That's yeah, all right. Exactly. I have not been seriously hurt in my life. <laughs> no, I've never <laughs> been kicked in the face, and frankly, it's not on my bucket list. Right? Yeah. People have been hurt with golf. I'm just gonna say that. I'm sure they just have. Think about it. My brother just got hit in the head it. with a golf club, so yes, There's it, been more you people stand hit too by close. Golf clubs. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what got you into it, Elisa? Oh me? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna talk about golf. Oh gosh. Oh sure, we can. Oh. No. Uh, God, I don't even remember what started it. No, you know what it was? I do remember now. It's my parents' fault. Listen to this one. My parents actually had my brother and my sister in karate, and I was always jealous because I never got to go because my mom got afraid that I'd get hurt. So I took it up as an adult and loved it. Wow. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, and it's funny because it it teaches you how how not to fight one, but how not to get into a fight. Yeah. Like, one of the things is the discipline that goes into... Because you know it doesn't mean you have to use it, although it has come out automatically. Mm-hmm. Like it's so much training that it's just like a response mm. where it's like, whoa, I got to be responsible for that now, too. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. It what, fun. What was all this about the Olympics thing? Did I read something about the Olympics? Were you in that? Mm. Goodness gracious. This is how rumors get started. Yeah. And I like it. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah, the Olympics. That's a good rumor mm-hmm. to have. I love the Olympics. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> next show. Next show. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. It's the unsaid. I don't, I think it's interesting. I do. I, I don't, I don't, I think it must have something to do with certain personality types that lean toward that versus others. Like for me, it just wouldn't, it, what, you know, that thought of it, of getting in a ring and, and going up against someone like that. Never. It's appeal. not what you think. Like, it's funny, like I'm going sure into my first not. match, I never thought it would have been that, that way. I don't even mean the, the hitting part of it. I just mean that the competing against somebody like that, that's just mm. not my. And it's control hitting. It's not a space of like, I'm going to kill the other person. I know, person. not you just for want him. No, no, not for Matt. Well, there was no control hitting. That's another hitting. situation. <laughs> that's like. For me, it was. That's why they fight that's... in a cage. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a whole other. Yeah. You can't get out. That's right. You're stuck. That's right. It's barbaric. I loved it. It's barbaric. That's I, all he wants to say. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it is. And he says it from afar. <laughs> like, it's in passing. Wow. Yeah. So speaking of cages, <laughs> I think IT sometimes goes. I'm IT, <laughs> IT tech. I'm going to bring it back. I'm bringing it back in. Uh, I believe that sometimes IT goes into boxes, rooms, cages, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. So you guys have your own cage experience. Yeah. Sort Actually, of. I've almost witnessed uh, JC have to get into a cage fight in a closet with a really awkward uh, takeover that we were doing for a. For an IT, well, we were taking over IT for a company, and huh. yeah, people get really confrontational. Uh, Emotions. Was this a? Uh, yeah. Did this person work for the company or? Uh, no, he was a, a previous vendor. IT provider, so it got it got really awkward. Tell and us more. Uncomfortable. Well, it's just you know, I, I mean, I think that's part of the that's part of the difficulty that goes on when you're doing this business and you take over for another business that has been providing services for somebody. Um, it's one of the tough things that we are always open to doing. You know, if, if it's not working for us um, and we're working with the client, then we say, hey, like, you know, let's let's find that solution that is going to work for you. And if it's another vendor, then great. And we'll work with the other vendor to move stuff along. But there I've I've seen, you know, a number of uh, other vendors that come in and they're like, no, we don't want you to take over. You know, they they're going to fight tooth and nail, like literally and figuratively about this stuff and it's scary yeah yeah it really is and so um you know you you have to try and figure out the best way to communicate that with with the other people that you're going to be taking over for because uh sometimes you need the information that they've got and you know the customer's already made the decision to move on so but yeah but yeah so sometimes they don't react well to it. That's mm. interesting. Well, it's really being prepared ahead of time, like having an agreement that's in place that actually is set up for that. It's like the prenup. Yeah, exactly. I hate to say it, but I, I, we've actually talked about how when you connect, you know, your your perfect ideal hire with the company. I mean, it's like matchmaking, but mm-hmm. you also want to have things in place that not every day is going to be a great day. So when emotions do get involved and differences come up, you have something in place that's written that actually can yeah, be used. I, I like that idea. Maybe we could change our SLA to a IT prenup or something like that. And I then like. add in like cage fight. <laughs> cage fight. Yeah. In so case. If, if they, like if they want to you know switch what, services, you know yeah. we have to fight. Well, exactly. I was thinking Got it. Tooth like, and nail. That's for JC. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then just put her in there <laughs> and, I, and we film this. <laughs> And then we add marketing to it. I think it's brilliant. Jennifer, you're in? 
I have no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that if would create a whole other level. If it doesn't go by her, we're not doing it. I feel like it would create a whole other level of liability and potentially more oh, stained yeah. clothes. See, I've, yeah. I've developed that. Jennifer keeps the peace. I, I know. I'm a I get rowdy. That's what I'm There's three types of fighters. There's Ooh. offensive, defensive, and trap. So Jennifer's over there being the defensive fighter, meaning yeah. she's not going to do anything until someone comes after her, and then she'll probably run away. And that's okay. There's that's a fourth. Okay. It's bring trouble. That's me. I don't know. Would I run away? I guess if I could. Oh, is that? Okay, good. I don't know. I do I do know that my brother and I had a couple, you know, run-ins when we were little, and running away is not what I did. So What'd it you is do? possible. You know, you get up in it. Get up on it. No. Uh, <laughs> you, wow. I... Uh, yeah, my poor little brother, man. He he was, but he he knew how to. He knew how to. He knew how to push buttons, though. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, I never did anything awful, but I we would get into confrontations. I don't know. I probably would <laughs> run away. I don't. Yeah, I don't like ugliness, and you know, like what am I gonna do? I think it's such an art, though. I think fighting is such an. I art. do think. I mean, when I, done I properly. get that. Yes, and I get for competition, and I I get to like even even boxing and stuff. It's, it is. Totally. It's a it's an art form, right? You, there's a lot of study that goes into it. So I I don't think it's just like a brawl. I just wouldn't get in. I, I, somebody, I don't know if somebody paid me seven million dollars, would I get in a? That's your Navy? number. Seven million. Yeah. So if anyone's That's out it. there and wants to get me in a, in a we ring. all have a number. We all have a number. <laughs> We all have a number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know where you went, but it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> where did you think I went? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I said. I didn't know. This is where trouble starts. Oh, goodness. All right. So back to IT. Yeah. <clears throat> In a nutshell, yes. Thank you. <laughs> In a nutshell. Or in a cage. Or a cage. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm at a loss right now, so somebody else is going to have to pick it up over Because I'm over here like, would I run? Uh, Bert? Would I? <laughs> yeah, sure. Can you take this yes. up? <laughs> yeah. What do we want to talk about? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I got lost there. So everyone I seems to all, have. Okay, yes. Yeah. So IT. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yep, that's yeah, what we do. keep this clean. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's uh, We've been doing this for about five years as our own business. Yeah. And... Uh, I would say that the, the learning process has really been probably my favorite thing about doing it. Why, why even go into this? Like you yeah, have a, so. a stable, awesome, you know, job with like benefits and time off that's paid for. I get like weak in the knees sometimes when I hear that. It's like, oh, Pay time and, then, yeah. and then you become an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, you two had worked together previously, right? We had previously worked together um, doing IT. Uh, for a hospice um, and then like a management group and so it was really a it was kind of an interesting um, uh, starting off point um, being in hospice it was really a niche market right off the bat and so when we came out of that experience and we had talked about hey let's start our own business let's do something um, I think for me it had always been something that I wanted to do to have my own business um, I knew I didn't want to do it on my own I, di I didn't want to do it by who myself. Who came to who? Uh, Jason and I were friends. Um, but who prior. said who said it first? Like that's I don't even know. Don't who swung first? I can't remember that far mm. back. Right? Okay. Who swung I, first? I, I really don't know. I mean, like after we had been working together for a while, it just seemed to make sense. Like, you know, we saw that this was not going to work out, so why not do what we enjoy doing for this company, um, but do it for people that actually you know want to take the time to listen. Um, that, I think that's one of the biggest challenges in 
I think that's one of the most rewarding things about having your own business is when you come to a client and say, here are your options, here are ways that we think we can improve things, make things better, they're open to listening. They're wanting to listen because that's why they brought you in. But when you're in an organization, a lot of times the IT department especially kind of gets put into this bubble and it's just make sure stuff's working. And you, you, you kind of lose that, um, that ability to make that difference in what's going on in the organization. Mm-hmm. Do you find a natural complement between the two of your skill, like your skill sets, or is there? Yeah, I mean, I we we don't do things the same. We don't think about things the same way, and I think that that's probably one of the benefits for our clients is because we don't come at things. We come at things in very different directions. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm JC is the one that holds the string to my balloon, and she Aww. like pulls I me back that. down. Oh, oh my You're god, so... Jen, you hold my string. Oh. <laughs> she brings me back down when I'm like thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm the one. I'm kind of going in there. I'm like, why won't this work? Why won't oh. this work? And I try. So and you're the creative one. Well, I think. Oh yeah, I mean, we're she's both a green. creatives, but um, yeah, I just I, I I realize now after being at this for five years, I realize now that I really don't think about things the same way that most people do, and so. Um, yeah, I have to question myself a lot about what's going to work. And so it's nice to have somebody that, you know, JC understands that part of me. And so she can call me out and be like, no, you're being ridiculous. Like, that's not going to work. Like, and and I'm like, I've, okay. I've but, actually but, heard her say but, that too. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, it's not going to work. <laughs> I like to destroy dreams. Yeah. Wow. Just kidding. That's awesome. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> All right, um, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be right I'm, back on with that. The, with the dream destroyer? <laughs> yes. The saying goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, build a team. If you're ready to take your company to the next level, but aren't sure how to find the best candidates, NextGen HR Consulting can help. NextGen specializes in social recruiting strategies, talent engagement, and direct hire searches, so you can get the right people in the right place at the right time. NextGen HR Consulting. Discover, engage, and grow. Did you know that women-owned businesses represent one of the fastest-growing segments in the U.S. economy? At Harahub, we've designed a co-working space and business accelerator where entrepreneurial women can create and collaborate in a professional, productive, spa-like environment. We provide members with connections to other business experts, access to educational workshops, and visibility within the community, giving them the support they need to be prosperous. Register for a tour today at harahub.com backslash phoenix. Harahub. Collaborate. Connect and thrive. Welcome back to Marketing Money Mindset, the place where clever marketing, creating money, and the conscious mindset intersect. With your hosts, Elisa Sparks Lane and Jennifer Rojas. Uh Hey, you guys actually do the IT for Harahub, don't you? Are one of our sponsors. Yes, actually, wow. we yeah. do. Uh, we have lots Love of that. clients all over the valley. Um, and, you know, in situations like Carahub, one of the most important things that they can do as a co-working space is to invest in good IT infrastructure. 
um, since they're basically selling space as a service. Yeah. Um, Wi-Fi and internet is a really great thing that needs to be functioning properly. Um, otherwise, you get people running at you with pitchforks when the internet goes down. Wow. And, uh, Literally. I do. I keep one in the car when the <laughs> internet goes down. Right? Yeah. So maybe I'm not as much of a pacifist. <laughs> so Wi-Fi, apparently. Seven million and Wi-Fi. That doesn't work. Those are my two lines. So, yeah, Matt, way. how did you get from, uh, you know, Oh, he also trading. played baseball. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I was going to talk about his recruiting for a moment. Uh, can we, you well, want, can you we go, go to baseball, baseball, cage fight, and yeah, recruiting? Yeah. Sure. All right, tell me about baseball. Okay. Did you Was that before cage fighting Were or you after? Pitcher? Were you it a pitcher? It was. Yeah, I grew up in, on, and around a baseball field pretty much my whole life. And uh, played collegiately, got to play in Australia for a little bit when I was younger. Oh, cool. And, um, was it for the women, too? Not quite, okay. but it, it definitely helped. Didn't hurt. Didn't, didn't, didn't hurt. hurt. College <laughs> didn't was awesome. <laughs> College was really awesome. <laughs> Sorry, slipped. Um, but then I quit playing in college, after college, um, and played softball, and then I got into cage fighting. Huh. Yeah. And now recruiting. And now recruiting. Yeah. I'm trying to draw connections. I'm trying to come up with a cool connection. You want to you hear how I got into recruiting? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so first job out of college, I worked for First Aid Corporation, and then I was laid off in like the summer of, like I don't know, 2007. A week later, I was in a car accident with two other people. Mm. And um, I knew that I wanted to get into sales because I was in operations and I didn't, I mean, I was working my butt off but not getting paid anymore. So I was like, well, I want to go into sales. Maybe I can make more money that way. And the, in the car accident, there was two other people that were in sales too. And I just was like, waiting while we're waiting for the police to show up, you know, to do a report. I was like, so do you guys know anybody that's in sales? I'm looking to get in a, uh, a job I just laid off last week. <laughs> I got two interviews, one of which hired me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I wouldn't recommend that as a good job search strategy, but it makes for a good story. Yeah, it worked out real nice. Yeah. So I've been in and out of search since then for the last 10 years or so. Yeah. And uh, it's an interesting business. It's um, you got to find the right company to work for because in my experience, it's just super cutthroat. And yeah. That part doesn't make it very fun. But if you find the right company to work with that, like, takes care of their people and looks out as a team unit, then it, it works out real nice. Mm -hmm. So the place I'm working for now is, is just that way. So it's really great. That's cool. Mm hmm. Uh, so do you do any of the recruiting? Like, do you do any, uh, as far as trying to talk with the candidates and mm -hmm. kind of do that matching that Elisa talked about or? Yeah, that's a great question. So in the staffing world, uh, we call it like a full desk. Full desk, yeah. Yeah. So you hunt for the jobs, which is business development, and mm -hmm. then recruiting is for the actual candidates themselves. So I've been on both sides of the desk mm -hmm. and I've ran a full desk before. Mm -hmm. um, currently I'm doing mostly business development, but in my role, I'm also going to be recruiting anyway mm -hmm. and talking to people just to network and develop. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, a group of people that I can rely on over and over again for opportunities. Right. So I get to do a little bit of both. That's nice. And it's fun because I, I work, I mean, I work with physicians. I've been working with the chief medical officer at a local facility here in, in Phoenix and I've got them all over the U.S. We, we, oh, yeah. we do a little bit internationally too, so. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that you have a healthcare, kind of a vertical in healthcare. Mm -hmm. um, how does that industry look right now? Are you seeing? I mean, uh, is it healthcare? Is it a candidate's uh, <coughs> a candidate's market or? A it sounds like you have a little background in this. Or a, a company? <laughs> a little. A little. <laughs> a lotl? Is that? A lotl. Oh, I like that. She's got a lotl. I'm of using it. that one. I'm I'm writing that down. Okay, take your time. Um, She's yeah, that. I have some experience, but uh, but Check not it. a lot. But not a lot in healthcare. So that's okay. why I'm curious. Mine's more. My background's more technology. Yeah. Um, the healthcare space, I think, is always going to be growing. Yeah. Um, it's never going to go away. And so, I mean, it's a great question. I mean, my experience has been mostly on the payer side, which means I work mostly with like the administrative work of right. it, not the clinical side where providers are administering drugs or right. whatever. 
So it's a great market to be in. I think it's it's booming. Healthcare and IT are like the two major ones. Yeah. So like how we combine those as a hybrid, let's say, right. is like a big deal. Yeah. And um, I think there's a huge market for that. I think. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. It's, not, it's just going to keep blowing up, in my view. Yeah, and it, I think the technology in it. I was in the hospital not too long ago. I mm-hmm. wasn't in the hospital, but I was in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And so much of it's now like they, they wheel in the machines, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not just talking about people who can read, you know, whatever the results are, but they're also having to use the technology. And, and, and I mean, it is creating a better experience, I'm sure, for the patient, but it's it made me think like how much like that job description must have changed in the last just five years, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you had to be able to read a cardiogram making if that's a word not but now you need to be able to wheel it in set it up figure out how to you know do everything it's very interesting there is a need for um clinicians to have some technology background Mm -hmm. nowadays which is kind of a a weird hybrid because it's already takes a a strong mind to be able to do it and then a a really strong mind to do healthcare. right and then collaborating those two is a, a unique function yeah so it takes a very gifted individual to do that yeah Mm hmm. That actually um kind of like fits right into what we do, um, especially with, uh, we, we work a lot in healthcare. So um, when we worked with hospice nurses, a lot of them don't have that technical background. Um, and a lot of them saw <laughs> the technology as a hindrance. But I think one of the goals that JC and I have put in place for our business, especially when we're working in healthcare, is to help them understand that that's a tool. I mean, that's one of the things that JC is always, I, whenever I hear her talking to a nurse and she's like, this, you just got to look at it as a tool. It's another tool for your job. And we, we really try to break down that barrier between people and that technology so that they can do their job. Yes, on that note, um, my degree from ASU is actually in a social science that studies the interaction of people and technology. Mm. Um, So one of the things that I try to do, although I have technical skills, is to make it more human-like and kind of break down the barriers of intimidation. Um, You know, we started out in a hospice where it's filled with um, nurses primarily, um, CNAs, uh, social workers, um, but they're people that still rely heavily on using computers and things to get their job done on a daily basis. And what we don't want to do is scare them away from being productive. Um, So, you know, it's it's taking a little bit of extra time to sit down and explain to them, you know, there's a couple shortcuts that you can use um, to get from this screen to that screen. Or um, Bert and I will spend some extra time finding a different solution that maybe isn't so intimidating, Hmm. um, especially for the nurses. And, you know, they always tell me that, that we're so smart in everything that we do. You know, and then I remind them that if we were to, to change roles for a day where I would be responsible for taking care of people, um, my patients would probably die right away. So, uh, you know, we all we're all here for Go a reason. Right to it. Um, yes. You know, I just, dream, you know, destroying those dreams. It's really <laughs> off the balloon. Um, so, yeah. So one of the things that we focus on is bringing the human side back to I.T. Um, and just really trying to make people realize that it's just something extra to help you get your job done. So. And it can be scary. I mean, there's times that I've messed up like spreadsheets and then want to call Jennifer and be like, oh, my God. But, like, it's just <laughs> stuff that I'm not Why? meant so, for. So I can commiserate with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That does suck. I would just get a glass of wine and start over. No. New computer. Uh, I do. I, I find it fascinating. I mean, I, for me, it's always like um, it's when you think bringing the human, you know, human side back to technology. Because that's what I do always worry about, right? That, that line we tread of 
I don't worry about it, but I think about it. Uh, <clears throat> how much technology is too much technology that, you know, where do we get to a point where we're, we're letting technology do things we probably should do, we're not letting technology do, th you know, things that we should let it do. Because um, I do think it's fascinating, you know, you're speaking of healthcare and technology, I mean, some of the integrations that they're talking about are the ability to really um, give the, you know, patient the whole care because you can connect everyone. And the fact that we haven't gotten to that point yet, right, being able to, like, go in and why am, I, why am I still filling out the same three forms every time I see a doctor? And why doesn't this doctor that sees me have the same information? And I know they're going towards those platforms. But anyway, but I, f I find it really interesting. Or machines that are smart enough to know they need help or machines that are smart enough to do their the, the pre-diagnosis so, it, so it's the doctors doing a deeper dive and not having, not having to have people sometimes in the middle of things that you could automate. Yeah, and we're, we're seeing a lot of that more now with machine learning, um, mm -hmm. which is a lot of data-driven analytics, um, you know, more basically teaching computers to learn based off of our behaviors. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very interesting and, and rather fascinating for the informatics side, um, where eventually, you know, machines are going to be so smart that they're going to be able to page a group of nurses. Um, we saw a demo recently of, a, I think it was a a care facility that mm -hmm. uh, was yep. like a location-based Wi-Fi network that as the person got out of their car and walked basically through the building, it did everything for them. So it checked them in, mm. it filled out all of their paperwork, it assigned them a room, it notified them what room to go to, like everything was automated. Um, you know, around that there are some privacy and security concerns, which is also something that we're dealing with um, on a day-to-day -day basis. but. But there's kind of a, a two-sided argument to, you know, information and machine right. learning. So, right. Yeah, I can totally get that. Um, what kept you, What Matt, why do you stay in recruiting? What is it you like about it? Why do I stay in Did, recruiting? Is it for the women? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's oh a so running great. joke now. No. Um, it's perfectly harmless. I didn't. You know. no, the adrenaline. Well, the adrenaline. He, he did totally say it. <laughs> I did say it. I'll take he responsibility. Did. I, it's fine. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, he knows. We're friends. We're not. I'm not. I think it's a good. It was, he's being honest. Jeffrey, I why appreciate are you that. Recruiting? <laughs> I told. Well, see, now it wouldn't be funny. It would just sound skeezy. So anyway, why recruiting? Because I mean, you know, it can be kind of. Well, I mean, if you love it, you love it, and yeah. sometimes it's a tough. I don't love recruiting. All right. It's not. It's not. It's. It's not, I mean, the part that's fun is when people call me and say, thank you for finding me a job. Like some people totally. are like on their last dollar and right. they're like, I need a job. And yeah. then you find it for them and they're like in tears, graciously thanking you, which is like so fulfilling. I also love the negotiation of a, of a well, in the industry we call a job order mm -hmm. or an opportunity, let's say. So negotiating those, those fees or those bill rates or, you know, the retained search, like negotiating that is like the, where the bread and butter is. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh my God, that's so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really get to use my analytical brain as much. Like I have a Six Sigma background. Yeah. So I don't get to like demonstrate my full capabilities as far as like um, an operational perspective. Like the sales and the charisma side is like great for my, my personality to come out to do that. But then I have a whole other side that's like dying off. I'm like, I got to use that too. So yeah. hopefully I'll get to use that further in this position as I go along. Yeah. Do you have ways that you try to use it outside of? Because um, I have to think about it, and I don't mean to keep going back to it, but, you know, I mean, it does. Those types <coughs> of sports, when you're, like, when you're a professional, like, it's not just about going out there. And even with golf, right, I mean, there's a whole process of you're kind of calculating, I imagine, mm -hmm. right, distance and mm -hmm. how hard to hit or how hard not, you know. So yeah. it really probably is a little bit of an analytical side to it. That mm -hmm. Totally. Well, it, for me, it's... Um, uh, I'm just strong with numbers, yeah. and if I can see, like, 
efficiency is like the big deal in Six Sigma. And my mind's already prepared for that, just being an athlete. So you got to find ways to be more efficient yeah. in throwing a ball, hitting a ball, oh, running, right, sure. sprinting, Baseball, jumping. Way, yeah. Well, any sport, really. It's yeah. all about, you know, inches and milliseconds. And, and so angles like and whatnot, anything yeah. that you can do to improve the process a little bit further is something that I miss doing. Because mm. it's like I want speed is a, is a great skill to have, right? Speed kills. Yeah. So, um I don't know how people took that right there, but that's yeah. it's but a significant meaning so in sports. Many ways. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how so quickly many. like quick yeah, speed the market on yeah. a lot of different things, right? Yeah. Um and sports like <laughs> look, I mean boxing, if you get the punch the punch that's landing is the one that's gonna win. So you get there faster, right? Like right. it's just I love the efficiency part and I don't get to use that as much as often. So yeah, so being able to maybe go into this company and start to look at those processes and create efficiencies. Maybe. I don't yeah. know if I'm hired to do that just yet, but once yeah. I prove myself in like the productive product production as far as sales goes, I think then I might consider some other ideas I have. Cool. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine it's the same with you guys. Efficiency of, the, you know, uh, how fast a network and creating efficiencies and in people's in infrastructure because everybody wants it to go. And Bert has something. No, no, I'm holding it back. I'll let oh, Jason he's, take he's this holding one. it in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, so we have totally different skill sets, um, which really helps with our clients because we're able to solve different problems. Um, and I focus more on the network side. So it's my job to build good quality networks that work fast and efficient um, and don't get in the way of people getting their work done. So um, that's where I spend a lot of my time is finding ways to make the internet as efficient as possible so that things function without question. So, um, but yes, Bert, uh, going back to the golf thing, cause I think he really does want to talk about golf. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> so he was convinced that I would like golf because it's very much about calculating and efficiencies and angles oh, and all this. And I, not I like that stuff. Yeah. So we went to top golf for an event and I was like, I'm really nervous because I've, I've never golf golf, like I've miniature golfed and that's fun. But I said, I'm going to make you a deal today, and I'm going to try really hard to not let go of my club at oh, Top Golf. Good job. Um, I only we swung, can be friends now. Yeah, I only swung like three times because I felt like on the fourth one that that would be the, the end all be all of my golf career. Mm. Um, so yeah, so so Bert really enjoys golf, and I'm just going to. There's that so for much him. not said that I heard. <laughs> Did I, you get it that? I feel like, like this whole thing has a lot of not said and slightly said. Slightly said. Yeah. Uh -huh. Thank you, Bert. Yeah, but no, like I've played golf my whole life. I, I don't remember not knowing how to play golf. Um, my grandfather taught me when I was probably like three or four. Um, and so I'm also an only child. And so I feel like I kind of fit in that because it's a very personalized sport. Um, I do like competing with a team, but um, there's something about that, that personal time um, as an only child that it, it always spoke to me and so it's like martial arts I mean I was it was funny because it was the first time I did an individual sport like I've always done like other team mm -hmm. sport and I didn't know I'd take to it as much as I did but you're also within a group like mm -hmm. there's the group mm -hmm. but then there's that individual you know you're the only one on the mat right um, but same thing I uh, golf I know mm -mm. yeah. it's, it's really you know I, I hear a lot of people say man golf is boring and, you know, my wife, if I put it on on the weekend and put it on TV, she's like, I know that means it's nap time for her because mm. she hears the guy's voices and they're really quiet and they're talking mm. and they're like, oh, it'll just put her to sleep. So, but I really, you know, I think the mental aspect of the game is what appeals to me is that, um, I mean, I know I can tweak things physically, I can do things like that, but there is, um, you have to really commit to 
approaching things in a very particular way if you want to play well. And so, um, yeah, I think that's that's part of what has always appealed to me about golf. So I stopped playing. I played um, competitively when I was younger, played through high school, oh, wow. and then quit right before college, basically, and uh, just was burned out. I, I burned out from, from the game and from all of that. And so it it you know, it wasn't fun anymore. And mm. so then I kind of came back to it, you know, a few years later. And now I, now I love playing. Mm-hmm. Do you golf, Matt? I saw you nodding your head. Do you golf? Uh, sparingly. It's okay. a fun sport. I enjoy it. Uh, it's very frustrating, but I kind of enjoy like the getting over it and then going, we still playing again, you know, that's fun. And, mm. and it's fun to get out on the greens and just, it's so beautiful out there. Like it's hard to mm-hmm. hate the sport. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's kind of like when people talk about baseball, like, oh, it's boring. Like, if you understood, like, the signals that are happening, all the mm-hmm. different nuances, you would, it would give you a whole new view. But if that's not of interest to you, then of course it would be boring. So right. I like I driving really like the cart. The cart's fun. The yeah. cart is fun. Yeah, I like the social aspect of golf. Yeah. Like, yeah. when I've gone out for charity things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to be the one. You know, it's, you play best ball or whatever. So it's like, mm. yeah. you know. Yeah. So I do like that. I can see. But I, I always, it is a lot, a lot of hours. Like, people who golf, I have friends who golf, like, twice you know every saturday and sunday and that's it's a lot that's your whole day mm-hmm. um yeah kind of i mean it it just <laughs> depends we when i play with my parents we get out at six o'clock in the morning and we play fast we're usually the first ones out there so we're done bef- by nine nine thirty and so okay that, that you know that's the only way to go I'm, i don't i don't really want to go and like have to wait when i'm out on a golf course i want to play and what's the know. best course you've played and then what's the course you'd like to play oh man Mine is Cracker Jacks. <laughs> just, it, I, I know it, people were wondering. You're like, I was really good at yeah. the pirate ship. Mini old. I that clown killed it on the clown mouth. Killed that clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, best course I played um, is the course I essentially uh, went through high school working at. And it's Crooked Stick, and it's in Indiana, um, just outside of Indianapolis and Carmel. And um, just... Uh, for people that know golf, Pete Dye is one of the biggest designers of all time in golf, and and it was his home course. He lived out there. Um, it's just a really special place. Um, and for place that I would like to play, I mean, I'd love to play St Andrews. I've I've been there. I've been over to Scotland. I've walked around at St Andrews, but I haven't played the course yet. Mm. So you seem like you're really good. I'm okay. I used to be good. Now I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm decent. I'm not. He's I'm not really great. Good. I'm not He's a scratch really golfer. No, yeah, that okay. was that was right out of high school. Okay. So oh. now these days, it's do you not bring so clients good. on the green? And no, do they we stay haven't. Clients no, I haven't. I haven't done any sort of yeah. golf <laughs> with clients. Uh, you know, no, I haven't. We haven't done that yet. No, oh. I'm pretty sure that would ruin a business deal if really? I was out there. Oh, it's oh, pretty okay. bad. I'm yeah. Yeah. I also play pool, which I'm te- teaching JC more about oh, each time. Oh, that's fun. That one so, I'm okay with. That's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. It's back to the angles and the, yeah, you know. English. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So. Yeah. All right. So yeah. you got some good sports and games and such. I know. There. I think it's interesting. All these analytical people and their angles and distance. And I'm like in the yoga room. That's me. <laughs> Zen. Yeah. I know Tennis. you really want to play, though. Play what? Anything. Uh, I will. I I'm know. not very good. You know, I give it my all and I'll do it and I'll try to listen. I'm, I'm kind of, I think I'm coachable. So I tend to be, I'm able, if somebody gives me kind of an adjustment, I can try. But some of these, you know, they're not, they're things you have to commit to. Like you can't just go out and, like you still, even if you're a bad golfer, you still have to 
get be able it. to get the ball. <laughs> so, yeah, like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> like, stop hitting it into the sand, you know, or whatever. So, uh, but yeah, so I, I no, mine's more uh, mental, I think, than it is usually. Like, I, I kind of want to shut that part of my brain off, so I don't want to have to think a lot about the. Do you have a cure for that, Matt? I saw you take the mic. Well, yeah, wrestling. Okay. Wrestling is a great sport. Right yeah, now. totally. I mean, we could no. right now, I guess. Because <laughs> no. there's not really a lot of room in here. Robin has a mat somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so you can you can wrestle. Getting back to Robin. wrestling. Yeah. Professional what was the over question? here. Sorry, where are we going? I was just oh, a comment. You were you were talking about wanting to wrestle sometime. No, it was Robin. <laughs> oh, Robin said she wanted to slipped. wrestle because she was professional. Oh, you were. Yeah. That's awesome. Like she got game. Look at it. Dang. She's just throwing out the guns. Impressive. So like, what kind of professional wrestling was that? The Glow. best. Glow. 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 Okay. Glow. What is that? I don't know that one. Don't know they that put paint on. No. no. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Oh. Ooh. No. There's a Netflix series about yeah. that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Bert knows. You watched that? I haven't watched it yet, but but he knows about it. Oh, now I want to go see that. Yeah. I have to put some clips up. Oh my god. Put some clips some of glow wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't everybody want to see it? Actually, I do. <laughs> see. Can we can we manage that? <laughs> Look, now? she's getting I it do. now. No, I do. She's I like uh, it out. I like the Netflix documentaries. I haven't found one Netflix documentary. <laughs> oh, I don't no, it's like. not a it's Is not it a, documentary, a show. It's a it was show. like a yeah. drama. Netflix original. Oh, I like yeah. those too. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how we started talking about now, and I'm like, oh, now we're on Netflix. What's your favorite show? <laughs> games. I don't think it's on Netflix, is it? Is it? I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. So you had a question. You sent a question over because we uh, we always ask you guys to send questions and when you went and you uh, what 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 made you say yes to being on the podcast today? What made me say yeah, yes that to be on I thought podcast? I was like, oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, that's such a good question. I w- it made me feel special about myself. <laughs> You're like, it's such a good question. I know it was mine. Good job, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it was just cool because I um, I don't know, this is just so much fun. Like. It just seemed fun. I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great time. And I know Elisa, right? And yeah. And um, I like to pick on her a little bit. And, you know, I thought I can pick on her in her own little space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good. It's fun. She's a, and she's a good sport about it, too. Yeah. No, it's just great. I mean, it, I'm thankful to, to have an opportunity just to talk and have a conversation with people and do it over a network like this and have some fun with it. Yeah. Know? It's cool. So thanks for having me. Do you guys. Wow. Robin showing pictures. Uh do you guys ever think about doing your own podcast? Do you, any of you? Like, have you thought about? I know you guys. I know uh, Bert and JC. You guys have had a couple of podcasts where you've been guests. Do you ever think about as a as a way to market your business to um, use that as a forum? So this year, I made a commitment. Um, you know, typically IT people are introverts and they don't really like to get out there and um, socialize or talk I've about themselves. Like, I've met two of those types of people mostly it people i know are actually very more pleasant yeah um so yeah, well or i was gonna say social <laughs> even uh, the introverts are, are we pleasant. the two we're <laughs> right yeah. the, the only two i know yeah, you two are why <laughs> that's what i'm saying you're like you guys are very extroverted but go ahead yes um so one of the things that i committed to this year is to get out more and talk about it stuff um I heard that there are not a lot of women role models in IT, and so um, I felt like I had to take it on myself to just get outside of my comfort zone and start doing things like this mm-hmm. and talking on podcasts and getting out there and, and having people realize that you know there are some of us that are willing to talk to people and be friendly. So 
Um, so yeah, so that right was be- right before you smash their dreams, destroy right. their dreams. <laughs> exactly before I tell them no, that is not possible. <laughs> we can't do that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm the, I'm the realist. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much why we were, you know, taking Time. advantage of all the opportunities. Um, so yes, nice. thank you again for having oh, yeah, us today. Sure. I wasn't looking for it, but yeah, no, it's great to have you. I was just kind of curious in your, how about you? Or do you ever look at doing your own or, mm-hmm. or, you know, I kind of mean, a perfect question. Yeah. I yeah. actually started one this last week. Oh, uh, cool. I have a buddy of mine, Andy Techmeyer and I, um, put together what's called the transformation train. And our first podcast was about what's in the way. So like when people go after their goals or their dreams, like a lot of times people have uh, issues getting to that point or going after what's really important to them. And there's something in the way. And we just kind of had conversation around what that looks like. And, and uh, so we've been putting that together. And we love the conversation about transformation. So transformation cool. train was like you getting on a train to go for the ride on transformation, yeah. right? Like Plus you get to make the whoop, whoop sound. Exactly. I would use that all exactly. the time. And it's for he and I, it's like <laughs> uh, it's like a, a training ground. This is why I don't play golf. Okay, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the kind of thing that doesn't work with golf. I would play golf with you. <laughs> totally. It would be fun, too. It would annoy everyone else on Dang. the golf course. Mm. Um, cool. Well, I'll check out Transformation Train. That's very cool. So yeah. I think we're, we're almost out. So just uh, thank you guys so much for, for yeah. being here with us today. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah, thank you very fun. much. It was a fun show. This is a fun show. A lot <laughs> unsaid that it was It went said. off the train tracks every now and again, mm. but we brought it back. It was awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. We'll see you guys next week. See you next All week. Right, thanks. Bye. Thanks.